0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is Justin, and I am here with a bunch of super talented rappers who got to do something pretty historic. They are part of an AEW Black History Month compilation called Who We Are, A Celebration of Excellence, Part One. I'm here with Josiah Williams, Mr. Cutright, Brinson, Omega Sparks, and Equipped. What's up, gentlemen? Yeah, I was I was hoping it'd be one person and not everybody, so so that worked out okay. <laughs> um, so let me let me uh, I'll just open it up. Everyone, just give kind of a a brief intro of who you are. I'm I'm gonna go how my screen is set up, and we'll start with Brinson.
1: It's Brinson, God Chasers artist, CEO. Um, 15 years of, of, of Christian hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Um, honored to be here. God Chasers documentary. Uh, now I can put award winning filmmaker. We got 31 awards for this documentary already. And you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, uh, make music with all these brothers in this chat so we can have like the, the, the wildest wrestling nerd barred out project ever in history.
2: What's going on everybody? Uh, this is Omega Sparks. Um, just a journeyman in music and, uh, part of this uh aw uh, who we are compilation amongst my brothers and uh glad to be here all right well you
3: already know who i am i'm here pin game 101 that's right go to rapzilla youtube right now watch pin game one oh one yeah i'm saying we got nine episodes got you got your favorite rapper shaking y'all already know who it is mr cut right j G all day bars nerd wrestling fried chicken whatever you want to do i'm here for it Boom.
0: He's the mouth he is the mouthpiece of of Rap-Zilla and the comedy I guess
3: it's weird being on this side after being on the other side yeah something. I know I'm not supposed you to interview
0: you you're never you're never doing anything super important <laughs> all right uh equipped yeah, I
4: don't know how to follow that. I mean <laughs> I, <laughs> I always get get stuck behind cut right whether it's a verse or interview <laughs> or something. Um, I'm equipped used to be in a group with Omega Sparks like 100 years ago, Um, which is this is crazy. Like I know Sparks and Cut used to be in a group, too. So it's like all of us done some stuff with Brinson and he's been on Brinson's album. And um, yeah, just I'm equipped to uh, do a lot of mixing, mastering more so now than I am in the booth, but I'm doing a lot more singing now. So, um, but Cutright, always inspires me and challenges me to pick up the pen. So try to keep, trying to keep up,
0: trying. All right, and the man waiting patiently with the muted mic, Josiah Williams, not taking part
5: of this riff-raff. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, a fan of the business, contributor to the business. Uh, I like, I like wrestling. I like Pokemon. I like Sesame Street, you know. I just I just do me and uh, have fun with it.
3: You're the man, the myth, the legend. You got to put right. an exclamation point
5: low at the key. end of that,
3: bro.
0: Super low key. All right, guys. How how did you become a part of this compilation? You know, who contacted you? What was your reaction of being asked to do something like this? Now let's go backwards. We'll start with Josiah. I got to keep you on your toes. <laughs>
5: Um, I think like all of us, man, we we in some way, shape, or form have worked with or connected to uh, Mikey Ruckus, music producer. I'm going to just say music director of of All Elite Wrestling. Um, we we've, we've been doing some projects of light theme songs and uh, uh, just prepping stuff for the shows over time. But he reached out like right before. I don't even know the timeline of this, even November, December, something like that. And uh, said, hey, I just want to know if you're interested in being a part of a special project. You know how wrestling is. They just keep everything vague, no specific mm-hmm. details or what. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. Um, so yeah, he he reached out. Of course, you know, I was interested. And uh, from there, just getting, getting word of like, hey, we're putting this thing together. Um, we're bringing together a bunch of people. Um, and everybody would would tell their, their version of, of a 30 first 30, uh, like, you know, how we do for athletes through documentary, but like, how do we do that through song? Um, so yeah, just reaching out through Mikey and uh, getting involved.
0: But to follow-up on that real quick, did he give you the wrestler that you were doing or did you get to pick?
5: Um, I don't know how it was for everybody else, but I'm pretty sure he sent out just like, Hey, here's who we got. For this project, um, give me a few names that you're interested in. I can't promise anything, um, but hopefully, I can match you with some of the talent that you request.
0: Okay, equipped. You're next. And if your experience was was different, I guess along the lines to everyone, if your experience was different on how, you know, you got involved with, you know, whoever you did this yeah. song with, let me know.
4: I guarantee you, mine was different than everybody else on <laughs> on here for one reason. <laughs> So me and Cut had been, um, we pitched several songs to Mikey over the past couple of years, just out of like, not even trying to get on, but just out of our love for the product. So we had some like AEW uh, roster songs where we had just like gone through the entire roster. And um, he seemed like he was really liking them. He was feeling them, but <clears throat> nothing ever came out of it. And then kind of out of the blue, he hit, uh, cut right on is it twitter yeah he
3: hit me on twitter bro
4: yep but actually i think he forgot about us let me be honest because um didn't he cut like um responded or commented on one of his tweets and then like literally right after that is when he reached out to cut and was like hey i need you and your team for a project um stop me if i'm if i'm uh telling the story wrong cut Oh yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Cut he cut hit me and was like, e, he was like, man, Mikey hit us up, man. We got uh, got a chance to be on an AEW project. And I was like, oh, sweet. I was like, what, you know, what, what is it? What are we doing? And he said, well, I don't have details and stuff. He's gonna, he's gonna hit us tomorrow. And so then the next day, Cut right called and he was like, man, e, he was like, I, I don't know if you can be on it, man. <laughs> and I was like, what do, what do you mean? He was like, well, you know, it's, to celebrate black excellence and I was like, "Well, I celebrate black excellence." You know, and he said, "Well, let me just he said, "Let me read the email to you." And it, there was a line in there when it said we're pairing up like the the artists with the wrestlers and we <laughs> we want to tell um we want to tell their story from like an authentic point of view or so, it was something along the lines of that. <laughs> This cut kind of was like, I mean, E, like, you know, the word authentic is kind of like what's what's tripping me up. He's like, because you know, you're uh, you're not black.
3: Like, let me, like, let me just double check. You know what I mean? Because for real, no, like, yo, no, no, this
5: no. whole <laughs> he took the longest like, way possible to tell you that, hey man, I just... I was like there's something about your skin that's like you know notice you notice
0: that there's something about me that it's not like you
3: i <laughs> when i reached out to ruckus ruckers was like hey you know your, your team is your team because he knows from day one, when it come to the A.W. song, just out of fan love, me and Equip was always doing it. And I would feel like really horrible to have this opportunity and to leave E out when when we were the ones that been doing this like the whole time, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, is is, is family to me, Way it's Sparks family, where everybody else is here, respect, honor them. I mean, and, and this is a journey that we started together. So me having this opportunity, I was so grateful to Mikey Ruckus that he was like, bro, listen, as long as they could tell the story, honor the wrestlers, dope, this authentic, yeah. and... The biggest thing was he wanted authentic hip-hop and nobody like he has been doing hip-hop for like 30 years well, you oh stop I don't <laughs> know how old you are bro you got the head on the high degree I know you got got the yummy the me to die 30 years so I mean the whole journey was it was about the authentic the having the authentic hip-hop sound being able to tell tell the stories um and really you know what I'm saying and with him being a, a part of the culture it wasn't uh, just a skin color thing, but at first I was like, "Bro, I don't know. I don't let me just check, bro, because you know what I'm saying. It's uh, like, it was you like, you oh, know what this man. is? It was the Black Panther, the Black Panther movie. You was the, you know, the dude in the in the airplane that shot the missiles down, bro. Can that I, was you. I can't be. I can Owen Hart in the nation. I mean, come on,
0: man. Right? <laughs> uh, you're you're the the token white guy for yeah. this project. Well, actually, you're not the only one because no, then I saw a, Isaac Mather, and I was like, "Wait a second. I saw him put up the producer picture, and I was like, "Yeah, now this guy's really white." There, I <laughs> saying,
4: there's a couple. There's a, I'm not, and I'm not talking about Isaac right now, but there's a couple guys on the album way whiter than me.
0: So, Omegas Omega Varks, how did you get involved in, yeah. the, in the project?
2: Yeah, it was uh kind of um kind of like most of the guys um had had the honor of. Uh, writing for AEW um, last year for pay-per-view event, and uh, that led into uh, writing the walkout entrance for Daniel Garcia, who's a uh, active wrestler um, with AEW. And so, uh, yeah, I got the e- I got the message on Twitter, and then the follow-up email, and it was it was on since then. So it was a very fun experience writing for this.
0: Brinson, t- take us home.
2: Well, um, I would say this
1: has been like a nine to 10 month conversation over Twitter in the uh, inbox with me and, and Ruckus. And um, Cutright was really the one who encouraged me to reach out to him nine months ago when they was uh, doing stuff with him. And Mikey, he was like, he went and listened to my album. And he was like, yeah, you dope. I got something for you, but it's down the line. He said, I can't speak on it, but it's down the line. And that was like nine months ago. So I guess they were planning this for a real long time. And then Ruckus hit me on Twitter and was like, most of the people are gone, but still pick who you want. I didn't get anybody. But he said, can you, he gave me a line. But he said I need to make the song, the song and the beat because he know I make beats too. He said I need you to do it. So from that email where he sent me like one line, I sent him a finished song in two hours. So I made the beat, did the verses, two hours, and he was like, "Who are you?" He said I got somebody else. Then he sent me, uh, uh, I think it was Top Flight. Right after that, two hours later, Top Flight was done. So I think my quickness and ampness really like caught his attention in the, in the, in the DMs and all that. And, um, it was, it was really, really dope. And, you know, I, I got a shout out cut right man for being a brother in the faith who we've been building for years. And a lot, sometimes people don't give those type of opportunities or help their brother, you know, like, They'll keep it for themselves, but he he encouraged me he like, "Hey, reach out to dude. He cool. He, you know, if if you dope, he'll let you know." And you know, that's what happened. So it was the quick turnaround in the Twitter and, the, and 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 shout out to Ruckus because he kept his word, bro, and that was really impressive and important to me. He was like, "I got something for you," but it's down the line. And nine months later, he hit me up on Twitter out the blue.
0: Well, if we learn one thing, I think. AEW needs to hire Cutright to be like their publicist because <laughs> he set, he set this whole thing up too, for the yeah. interviews. Um, someone owes you a paycheck cut.
3: Hey man, I'm paying paid love, ask, man. I'm paid Ask yourself. gently,
0: ask gently. Um, all right, Brinson. Um, so tell, tell me a little bit about the songs that you worked on on the project and, and, you know, what the theme was, who the wrestler was. And then again, we'll go, we'll go down the line.
1: Well, I had uh Ricky Starks and for his ruckus, he said, usually the wrestlers send him a blurb to send the artist to make the song with Starks. I didn't get anything. So what I had to do was I watched maybe like three hours of interviews from him with, um, from the shot of Brandy show to a whole bunch of other stuff. So I just picked chair picked stuff that he said and just made it into a song with a top. And I had top flight uh, Dante Martin and his brother Darius. And they gave like six sentences that you ha- I had to go off of and make the beat and just, you know, I did that. And he, he gave me the person that didn't nobody get. He gave me Sonny. And the thing was, I, I, I went and and me and Cutright talked about it. And I was like, well, I got a line, but that's all I got a line. It was just a five words. I was like, what, what am I supposed to do with it? So then I was just like, well, I'm going to make a whole song and send it to him. And uh, Ruckus loved it. And then when I got back to finish, I think like the beat is the same but he took maybe like four of my lines out of two verses and that's all that made the song but you know it, it, it was such a good experience and you know what I'm saying I think when people hear me and the rest of these brothers on on the track they're they're going to appreciate what we did but they're also going to to go in a deep dive and find out what we do. And when they, you know, when they look at, look for Brinson, they're going to find 10 albums of Jesus filled music. So, you know, I think that's a, it's a, it's a good evangelistic tool as well for, um for the faith. And I think God just opened up a big door for a whole bunch of believers to just display our skills and stuff like that. So I went long-winded, my bad.
0: Oh, good. Uh, that's dope. Um, Omega Sparks.
2: Yeah, so um, secretly on the low, um, I I didn't know this was coming um, this year, but I, I kind of formed a really awesome production team with uh, myself, uh, my rap partner Swats, and uh, my brother Alex V, and um, uh, my brother Kate Drama Uh, as part of the team as well Uh, we link up and create music a lot of times I I really believe by faith uh, you create music where you want to be where where you're going Um, so you just make those deposits early so the track and the chorus for Victory which was Jay Lethal's um, theme song on the CD it was actually created like three months before I even knew this was happening I had pitched the I Pitched the track, and I pitched the chorus. Me and my wife was like came up with the chorus, and then uh, uh, my brother Kit Walters um, killed the chorus um, singing. So I pitched it to Ruckus. So we it was just in the pocket, and then uh, Jay Lethal, uh, Mikey Ruckus had a conversation with Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal said he's really into like rock, um, rock based music, and so you know he. Um, Mikey Ruckus, you know, connected to dots and knew that, that that track would be, you know, perfect for Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal gave uh, Mikey basically his story, um, a few nuggets of his life uh, in the wrestling world and growing up, and uh, we we took that, which is the highest honor. It's one of the highest honors as an MC to write someone else's story, and so um, that's how that came about, and then. I say like in the fourth quarter um Scorpio Sky um something happened with Scorpio Sky's track and so um you know Mikey hit me up and uh I reached out to my brother K Drama to cook up a really dope track so as I heard it I just went to writing and um it ended up being a cypher we almost got Mikey Ruckus on that cipher, but uh he wanted um it it shows how how awesome he is as a as a music director. Um he wanted to make sure you know uh, a lot of his favorite MCs got a chance to touch the CD. So he actually called an audible and, and made sure another MC was able to you know get on the record. Um
0: and so uh those are the two tracks that that we're on. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, I'm just hearing you two speak about, you know, how you kind of have to learn someone's story. And Brinson, you watch three hours of interviews. You said you guys are almost like journalists, having to approach, you know, this 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 project as a story. Like you're doing your research and telling someone's story, which is what I do all the time. So it's it's pretty cool. You guys are honorary uh, music journalists
3: to do like two records uh, together, but right? he, he got three, cause he did No Socks with Brinson, uh, produced by my dude, Applejacks. Jacks. Um, we actually, the first song was for Captain Sean Dean from out of Chicago, really dope brother, uh, served the community, was, was in the Navy, served the captain, you know what I'm saying? He's really, really, uh, focus on, on outreach, and he's a part of their community team. So when Ruckus hit me up, right, he's like the list. He's like, "Yo, pick pick some people." I asked Sean Dean at the top of my list just because I I knew um who he was and said and what what he did working with the youth and stuff. So I was like, I wanted to honor this brother before I even formed the beat, reached out to the producer. You can ask him quick, yo. I have bars, I have bars. He's like, bro, why you writing bars before you can get the record, yo? I had like the whole verse done. Before
4: yeah, he I even
3: got the record. Course. Like we need the beat, the tempo, BP, nothing. He was like I just I was like, yeah. bro, it's it. So I had it like literally like 30 minutes after. He's like, yo, E, I got it. bang, bang bang. And I went in. Um, you know what I'm saying? And put it together. We was trying to, I was trying to, you know, back in the day I used to mess around when you know I had from Fruit and Five, you know, doing a little something, something. So I tried to put it together. It was all right, but I said, yo, you know, let me reach out to super dope young producer. Uh, my bro Mega, he had he had uh, suggested to reach out to Gay Drama, and I, I wanted to reach out to uh, to K Drama too. But I was like, this is a really dope opportunity, and I want to give a young producer who who kind of finding finding his legs, you know I me, mean, a chance to shine. So I reached Thank out to, to Isaac Mathers because he um, Mathers, excuse me, not Mathers, not related to Marshall. But uh, I reached out to Isaac, man, because he seemed like a, a really a good, humble kid. He was starting. He had a good sound. Um, Reached out to him said, you know, this is the kind of energy I want. As Sean said, he wanted something that represented Chicago, a little bit like drill type of, you know what I mean, sound. So then I, I, I made something that was, I, what I felt like would be an anthem, you could like, even if even if he loses the matches, even whatever, that he feel proud when he come out, you know what I mean? He feel like a champion, he got the crowd, you know what I mean, going wild and all that. So I just made him like, basically a a, a super hype, you know what I mean, record to come out to. So then he came came in with, with the double time, I, I laid the hook out, he came down, did his thing. And uh, then we had got tagged on to the Red Velvet song. You know what I mean? Quick, yeah, Jay J- 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 May, y'all, y'all wanna talk about that Red Velvet record?
4: Y'all killed that. Y'all <laughs> killed it. Oh, thank you, man. I um I was going to say, I think I was at Dynamite in Greensboro right after we
2: found
4: out about um, Sean Dean because he was on, I can't remember if, if it was the uh, dark taping, but he came out and it was like, a lo- I guess a lot of the people weren't quite familiar with him yet because he's been doing more stuff on dark, but he was actually on Dynamite. I think he uh lost to Wardlow that night. But anyway, he came out, uh, me and my son were so hyped and it's like the whole section was just kind of looking at us like, "What? we don't even know who this guy is. And I w- I stood up, did the salute and he was saluting right over to our section. And uh, that's what we were dressed as the, uh, we were just as Santa Claus. We actually met on Watch of Mania that, that week too because the, uh, <laughs> they were supposed to be showing the Adam uh, Cole replay in the accident, whatever they shot to us in the crowd. And Taz was like, or just show Santa Claus, whichever. So that uh, that was me and my son, that was fun. But anyway, we did the Sean Dean joint so quick. Um, and we made sure to like, you know, give give it our all. I actually had COVID. Um, and I didn't want to miss out. So my voice is much deeper on that song than it usually is. Um, I was gonna go back and re-record it, but we just left it. My wife was like, I kinda like your voice sounding like that. I'm like, okay, what if, you know, we've been married 20 years. What does that say? You like you like that better than my my normal <laughs> MC voice. But anyway, we turned that around so quick. And <clears throat> again, Isaac did such a great job on the production. And Cut just killed the hook in his verse. Um, that Ruckus came back to us with the red velvet joint, which uh Josiah is on. And uh Cut had an idea for the hook. He he got a verse, and then Josiah's on the first verse. I'll let them tell their process. But uh Cut was like, I just keep hearing this um uh, like this. He's like, I keep hearing it. He had the first line. And that's all I needed. I, I went home. I was literally in the kitchen uh fixing dinner for the kids and it would not stop playing in my head. And then her um one of her taglines came to mind um straight out your mama's kitchen is like where, where she hails from or whatever, what they say when she comes out. So that line came too. And the next thing you know, it was like I was upstairs recording and adding the harmonies and and all that stuff. So,
5: but yeah, pass it to Josiah. I think the, the cool thing about that track, too, is it's, it's very unexpected. Um, most people, when they think mixtape, you know, there's a specific sound that you hear in your head. No matter what what coast you came from, what style of, of rap or hip hop you you're used to, you think of something specific when you see mixtape, just that word or out. You know what I mean? So um, this is this is very different. This is island. This is reggaeton. Um, this speaks to their to her culture, and it's it was the it was the beautiful challenge that turned into something amazing. Um, none of us really expected what was going to come out of it. Um, I think kind of the opposite of like what a lot of people said. She was one of those people that had you know pages of notes. Um, she told her whole story, and really um, made it easy for us to pick specific sections or parts or words or phrases or whatever it was. And kind of just build a, a story lyrically off of that. Um, so it's it's exciting and I think it's cool that you get to kind of open the album up with something that's completely unexpected and just a, a fun, different style than what you're used to hearing from from all of us, I think. Um, so that's that. And then uh, the other track that I'm a part of is for Mark Henry, um, someone who I know pretty well from you know where, where we used to be. Um, He's he, he's someone who I actually consider a, a mentor. Um, when I got there, he he really helped me out. I was able to just open up to him immediately. We did a few interviews together. Um, he would always check in, see how I was doing. Um, we stayed in touch. Um, and then when when he left and when I came in, um, my first day there backstage, um, he. He said something to me (laughs) that I'll never forget, Um, just kind of some motivational words and and some words of encouragement. But um, so when I came up with my list, I had um, all the ladies at the top. I I wanted to talk about, you know, typically with wrestling flow and just with wrestling in general, you're expecting it to be a guy, you're expecting it to be a group of guys, right? Um, I'm like, I wanna be able to do that. I wanna be able to give some, some additional power to what they already have. Um, to the women of AEW, but Mark Henry was on my list. Um, and although many of us may know him by name or just by you know accolades or whatever, I still wanted to read his notes to see, what do you want me to tell about your story? Um, so took that and just, uh, I've done a Mark Henry track before, but this is completely different because it's, like I said, it's his story and it's what he really wanted us to focus on, so. Um, yeah, just showing that he is the legend that he truly is, and that he's still going. You know, regardless of whether that's in the ring, out of the ring, just uh, bringing in talent into the industry. The man is a legend. Um, okay, so I guess I'll take I'll take two of
0: you to answer this, unless somebody really has something to throw in. Um, what's it like being part of something historical? Because you know, AEW is obviously a professional. You know sports league in a in a different way than normal sports, but like there's no Black History Month album as far as I know for like the nBA you know the NFL anywhere else um so this is something that is the first of its kind uh, if anyone anyone wants to jump in on that,
2: yeah, it feels um it feels like you're part of history. it feels like um, it's a legacy defining moment for your, for your music career, honestly. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I really uh, big up uh, AEW for doing it. And, and just, it's, you know, as Christians, um, it's always a great idea to go beyond yourself and, and, and think of think of someone else and and it, you know i it on so many levels this project shows that believers were dispelling that notion that believers cannot be culturally relevant and um we we're, we're breaking stereotypes you know a, a lot of us are not hiding in our churches it's waiting for people to come through the doors that we're in culture and we're affecting it. And um, I'm, I'm proud of all the believers that touched this CD because a lot of us for years, I mean, a lot of us for you, you know, the whole point of Christian hip hop is you're not glorifying yourself, you're glorifying your king and so using those elements of Christian hip-hop knowing how to still make dope music where you take yourself off the focal point we're just using what we've been honing for decades and just sowing love to um you know to African-American wrestlers that that represent the content of the CD and so i'm I'm proud of all the believers man um, we we are it, it shows that we are already ready for um, monumental things like this and it it shows it just it shows you know in the actual music so
1: i think yeah. he 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 articulated it very well and i i would say for me just being a early early fan of um aw i've been to maybe six pay-per-views you know in other probably 12 events in total, you know, before COVID. And just to have this opportunity as somebody to to celebrate Blackness, it was important to me. And then it goes into uh, the African-American National Museum of Music in Nashville. I mean, I think it shows the goodness of God to me because... I never thought that this was even a thing. You know what I'm saying? And God has a way to reward you for ministry and say, I got things for you that you don't even know about. Like I Omega Sparks been doing Christian hip hop for for years. EQ Cut Right myself. Like I've I, I've listened to these brothers for for years and years. And um, I know Josiah been doing it and repping the king. And I think for the importance for us as believers invading other mountains of culture outside of just the Christian hip-hop space that we know about in the Christian hip-hop community and giving people and letting them see we got talent in the kingdom that y'all may, may have not heard of, but it's here. And God is just opening up doors. And I think it's really powerful to see God just do something like that. Like I'm I'm so in awe and thankful of God. Like I can't celebrate Jesus enough in this, you know what I'm saying? And being, um, so happy for, for my brothers in the faith to, to jump on these tracks and I'm rooting them on, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the guy who just like, look at me, I'm rooting these guys on. And I think it's important that even this interview, just showing the camaraderie and, and how brothers in the faith, different camps, different, uh, states just coming together. And I think it's one this might be one of the most important projects for Christian hip hop as far as world invasion, you know? So that's my take.
0: Yeah, I was gonna, I was actually gonna ask about that. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, there's more CHH artist producers on this project than there is anyone else, right? So this is almost like a, a CHH compilation album featuring. You know, secular rappers, where it's it's always like, oh, they got a secular rapper on their album, so it's just like, no, this is this is almost like a Christian hip hop album, uh, pretty much, um, and I I think that's that's super dope
1: with a whole bunch of brothers that can really rap, like brothers can really rap, like when I heard that Red Velvet song, I was like, oh, these brothers, they didn't came to play. Sparks being a bar smith, right being killer, EQ being killer. Like it's, <laughs> it's some real wordsmiths on this thing. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's the world. They're going to be like, we never heard of these guys, but we can't deny the 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 talent that God has given there. You know what I'm saying?
3: Thanks, right, Joe. So I, I I say this. I know everybody said a lot, man. I think that it's dope for, for me to continue to see Josiah Sparks, Brinson, like you guys have had thumbprints in the culture. I know Brinson that you was on on ESPN. You know what I'm saying you had your record on ESPN. You are doing a big thing. Sparks has been, you know what I mean, the uncrowned king of of nerdcore and video game music out there, performing all around the world. Like music in Germany going crazy, performing at all these festivals, and I mean, in Mad Video Games, Messiah, you setting the tone breaking and paving the way with, with the wrestling flow, killing it, you know what I'm saying? Getting in it like working where, where you were working at, still being able to be established and work on so much more. It's just, to me, just man, just watching a God's faithfulness be active in you guys as you continue to just grow in what he's already instilled in you. And it's just more, more proof to the pudding. The world shut down and a lot of people felt like, ah, this might be over with, but this is God's gonna bro. It was just, it was just an interlude. You know what I mean? That was, it's, it's a go cool time again, bro. So, and I'm really excited uh, for what's next for everybody. Most definitely salute uh, Apple Jacks uh, for producing uh, during for uh, No Socks. Yes, K-Drama killing it as always. Uh, Isaac Mather, you know what I'm saying? And everybody, Mikey Ruckus, shout out to Mikey Ruckus. Thank you so much Mm -hmm. for for inviting fans like us for for going to to Tony Khan and even saying, hey, I have this vision that I want to do something great that will empower and encourage. Uh, man, that uh, people of color, the wrestler something that's never been done before. And it was like planned like months and months ago for even having everybody on your heart to even encourage uh, a community like this, bro. So I just appreciate for your vision, for your faithfulness, for your heart, for your open, you yeah. know, for your openness because you could have got our email and our text and be like, hey, bro, you whack, shut up, never hit me again. But just being <laughs> just open and honest and be like, hey, you know, I appreciate you reaching out and, man, you know, just being, being a human for being an awesome human being, man, so.
4: Yeah, I'm, I wanted to say just to have a seat at the table amongst this group right here is a huge honor for me. Um, I'm not going to lie, I stand a little bit. When I saw that Josiah was on the Red Velvet joint, I was like, oh, God, please let me get on it, please. He was like, you got the hook. But, um, yeah, super, super fan of, like, literally super fan of all these guys. All of them, their songs are on my playlist, on my Apple Music I can show you right now. And a huge wrestling fan, obviously, since I was little. You could tell by the uh, memorabilia and everything in the background. But um, just to, to flex, have a... Flex, yeah. flex, <laughs> Stop. Just seriously, though, just to be a part of this and um to be accepted, obviously, you know, being a different different shade than all my brothers here. um, Being in this arena and to be able to help tell these stories, I, I like, I cannot... Tell you how, how much of an honor it is, how appreciative I am and just some of the, the early feedback, like even from the, the snippets that have, have been online this past week, like uh, it was one of the I think it was the No Socks song that was a teacher from Chicago had replied um, or commented on that he he had ordered some CDs and he was going to be playing the CD in his classroom to encourage his students to learn more and to seek out more about Black history, so just to hear that already, and the album is not even out, was like just mind blowing. So, uh, again, super appreciative, and super thankful uh, to Cut Right for asking Mikey if I could be on the project, even though you know. So,
0: I see that this is a compilation part one. So, what does that mean? Where where is there a part two? Is this is this a yearly thing? Are you not allowed to tell me what? Do you have any details? Do we not know? Let, let's
2: just <laughs> let's just let's just say this. Um, this has implications of being a lasting, um, a lasting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we um, when you're when you're a part of monumental, um. Moments like this, you want to make sure that you're as sharp as a writer or as a producer as you can be. You know, um, I, I geek out a lot of times in situations like this because, it, you know, yeah, you hear the reaction, you hear the positive reactions from the fans hearing the music for the first time and the snippets and when they finally get their CDs um, tomorrow and whatnot. But it's the people that you you don't know. It's the people that's that sit in high places, the movers and the shakers, you know, what are they thinking? You know, were they impressed with the with the album? And and what if, you know, what if it gets the our excellence on the CD, gets their gears turning to continue this or to elevate it in bigger ways. That's what, that's what excites me. It's not the people that you see and know is the people that you don't know, um, sit in high places. It uh, could also be having their own positive interaction with the CD and planning some big things. And so, um, yeah, a lot of, uh, I tell artists all the time, sometimes you just gotta get out of your way and just be in the moment. Keep your head down. Don't listen to any noise. Don't listen to what he said this, she said that. Just stay focused. You know, the best place you can be is connected to a music supervisor. I don't care if it's a TV show, you know, a web series, um, anything. The best place you can be as a as a writer and as an artist is connected to a music supervisor. And so, um, I'm proud from what I've heard so far from everyone. We we handled this assignment well, and I'm I'm excited out, you know, the people over us and what this may turn into. That was a very vague answer, but that's the best answer I can give. Um, um,
5: Yeah. I think another vague answer- Mikey dropped some
2: hints on Twitter. Oh, sorry, go
4: ahead, Josiah.
5: Oh, no, you're right, you're right. I I think another vague answer that all of us probably would agree with is we hope so. (laughs) like we don't know we have no idea but we do hope so um i think it does say you know if this says volume one right you know that that kind of leaves things open but from a wrestling perspective too you know talent comes in talent goes out right there's there's an exchange so the roster one year from now five years from now ten years from now will look different um i know everyone i'm sure on on this project and especially on this call when they saw Keith Lee walk down that ramp, they were like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. So who we got to rock, paper, scissors with for that next time? (laughs) Like, so there's, there's an excitement and a hype of, you know, there are so many other people um, that can, that can be spoken of and spoken about. And then just, you know, I'm sure that these guys would have something to say about Mark Henry or Red Velvet, right? Or like I would want to say something about their talent too. So there's that. There's that idea of what if we do something different. Um, the opportunities are endless, and the cliche is never say never. So you never know.
0: We'll start with you, Josiah. Um, and this is kind of your thing already. So maybe you've you've done everything that you've wanted to do. I'm sure you haven't. But if you could make if you could make a song for any wrestler. Any era, any company doesn't have to be black either. Uh, who, who would you make a song for? Why would you do that? Yeah, that's <laughs> oh man. Why would you do that? That would be right. You want to start with someone else? <laughs> yeah, I want to start with someone else. <laughs> cut, cut <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. Cut right. You've thought of this before. You've had to.
3: I ain't never think of this. <laughs> Yo, so you know, I so I I, I think, uh, man, probably just because he he really listened. to, uh, I say probably two two people. I say this, probably either AJ Styles just because I mean, dude, already rocked rock the Christian hip hop, so I can make him some real dope. You know what I mean, anyway, or r Truth because he's from Charlotte, North Carolina, anyway. And I just I feel like you know the, the brother. He, you know what I mean, I ain't gonna say too much because he may find he live in Charlotte. He may you know look me up, bro, and then. I'll I'll be running with the 24-7 championship, but without the championship part. You know what I mean? just running. So, yeah. But that's it.
0: Josiah, are you ready? He's mad. So,
5: man. (laughs) He's mad. That messed me up, for real. I'm sorry, bro. (laughs) They're just just questions. Uh, (laughs) You know, I've... So, Wrestling Flow, when I started it, it was um, just... Tracks about a bunch of people that I like, especially at that time Um, within all promotions and and territories and businesses. um, I think people have kind of caught on that I haven't done a whole lot for like the greats. Um, Eventually I did one for Triple H. Eventually I did something for John Cena, Um, but like Stone Cold, The Rock, uh, you know, there are some pillars kind of in the middle of everyone's like top four, top five that I've been afraid to to go there, um, and I think I think part of it is, man, if I go through everybody that you know that you expect, then there's nothing to look forward to, right? I just did your Mount Rushmore, so now what is there to look forward to? But I also think a big part of it, and I said this from the beginning, of like I'm not necessarily known for having like the the best bars or the the, the greatest whatever, but I think the creativity is always there. And I think as I elevate and as I grow, then I'm like, all right, now I'm confident enough to do some bars about Triple H. Now I'm confident enough to do some bars about The Undertaker. Like it took me a while to get to some of those. Um, I think, so all of that to say, Dwayne, the Rock Johnson at some point in my life, uh, hopefully I'll get there to be able to do that, but I'm not there yet. You might need another,
0: you know, you might need to put in 30 years of rap before you can like hit the Undertaker, someone who wrestled for like thirty years, <laughs> or you know, you might have to do a couple movies and then have that perspective. Go ahead like, now, right. I can rap about the Rock. Um, <laughs> I'm
5: pulling Kevin Hart, and we're just gonna do a diss track or something. We just we'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> All right, EQ.
4: Yeah, Josiah's being humble. This guy rapped Adam Cole to the ring, so don't <laughs> like what? Come on, man. No, um, yeah. Josiah's very look, literally... polished.
0: Josiah's I was very literally polished.
4: literally looking around my room, because I've got so many, so many favorites. Uh I think in our wrestling chat we had a big thing about like who was our Mount Rushmore, who would we wanna um who do we think like top five or whatever? It's too many, man. I mean, it would have to be like we would have to go by generate by like eras, like the current era, the attitude era, like the eighties, the um yeah, I, I I don't know, sting obviously would be a big one. Um, have been a fan of Sting since he had the blonde hair. Um, HBK, um, would be huge. Current product, um, like AEW wise, I mean, it's just so many, so many guys that we're fans of. It's, I, I just don't even, I don't MJF maybe, you know.
2: So, yeah, that's that's all you're getting. I don't know. Okay, Omega. If I could go back in time, uh, I would hijack like a second verse from Wyclef John and the Rocks. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> or
4: mm-hmm.
2: I would make a I would make a like a little um, hillbilly rap song with the Bushwhackers and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I would do something like that. Like a oh. first verse would be about Hacksaw. First verse would be about hacksaw. The second verse would be about the bushwhackers. They would both use the both uh you know crews would um, use
0: the songs. They enter the ring or something like that. Trying to imagine what that beat would sound like with characters like that it would be behind. ridiculous.
4: Outback, what about Outback Jack? You gotta throw him on their third verse.
0: What you know about Outback? Uh,
4: that'll
2: be volume two. that'll be volume two. That'd be the remix. Yo, we we'll make a we'll make a, a, a country rap uh, album with all the uh, hillbilly Jim. You know, yeah, yeah, with, uh, with all with all the uh, hillbillies that's um, grace wrestling culture. That, that would be kind of dope.
3: How well, ain't nobody mentioned like New Jack, bro? I mean, that's already mm-hmm. put some Griselda. Yeah, I'm not, that's you got to get some Griselda type music. V- me for, I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, you you could have mentioned it, but you just did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Br- Brinson, you're on mute, cut. It's okay. Um, Let's keep them there, Brinson.
1: Um. <laughs> so I I would I'm a I'm a throw a curveball. Great Muda during uh, mm-hmm. uh during his height going against Sting and um uh, and Lex Luger. Uh, I would I would have loved to do Taz ECW and then come back and do one for Hook like father, son, um, of course the rock man, like he, he like one of the goats, but I mean, those, those would be my top four, but you know, uh, a Kurt Angle record would be crazy. Like, but yeah, great mood man. Like, I think one, because I'm, I'm I've been studying Japanese for like a year and a half and I think I could do something crazy, uh, on some great motor stuff. And I think for, as far as females, of course, I asked to do Jade. I didn't get Jade, but, uh, another, another female that I would, uh, have liked to do in their heyday would be, uh, jazz ECW WWE run. She had, she was tough. She was tough. No
0: one's trying to rap with John Cena, huh? No one's trying to get in get in the booth with John Cena for right, yeah, sole loyalty song was classic, respect,
3: bro. That's almost classic. I don't care what nobody say, bro. Like B- Bumpy it- Knuckles was on there. Bumpy uh, TV- Knuckles, you know what I mean, Bumpy Knuckles was on there, and he, he, he said, nobody even really know that because Cena drank. It ain't even about what Cena said. I don't care what Cena just said. I know. damn damn damn. That's it, bro. It's <laughs> you, you can't do nothing else. It was that is. If your smell and a glass break. you hear glass break anywhere in the grocery store, you looking for stone cold. Somebody drop a spaghetti jar. It don't matter, bro. It's epic. It's it's part of yummy. It's So epic. so
1: who who would win a rap battle with Cena in his in his height? and uh my guy from uh claim. Max Caster.
3: Max Caster would win. Really? Max Caster he he think like a battle rap. It's just not no plain. Hold it's, on. You know, wait, nine,
1: you don't remember when oh Cena no, was a battle
3: rapping? You know, I do, but I'm talking about it's a difference between grind time and URL. You know okay. what I'm saying? Max Chester is on that URL joint, but he crossed the line. He crossed your neck. Look, I, I know Moxley's still mad at him for, for that for that Renee line. You know, what I mean?
0: <laughs> you know it's, it's wild, bro. It's wild. I'll just go down the line. Everybody let me know uh, what you're doing. What you're doing next what you're working on and then you can give any sort of plug towards the project that drops tomorrow february 18th uh we'll start with brinson
1: oh man i think the biggest thing right now is the aew project and and after that um the god chases the documentary um it's rocking in film festivals um i covet the the saints prayers uh we really trying to land a a, a really dope licensing deal do some uh some some screenings in major cities uh just dropped the album with ready writer it's it's my first boom bap album it's called medallions and um the next thing that's coming from the label oatmeal c straight i'm working on a new project Hopefully I can get all these brothers on there. So just tune in, godchases.com and godchasesdoc.com. So that's that's and look for me on the AEW with no socks, um, who the Coldest, and uh what you're looking at. That's those are the
2: songs. All right, Omega Sparks. Yeah. Uh the biggest thing in my world, um, you know, creatively is this project, uh, who we are. By AEW, um, and shout out to Bootsy Collins. Um, my my favorite performer in life is <laughs> is James Brown, and to know that you know I'm I'm on a record with someone that actually played with James Brown, who's a legend in his own right. Bootsy Collins is a is a legend, um, is amazing um, beyond uh, this project. I just got hit up by Art System Works. I'm going to be creating uh, original song for Guilty Gear Scribe. Um, they got a worldwide tournament going on, so working on that. Uh, that that was actually that's been in the making for about a month now, but just got official uh, yesterday. So just uh, just being being in the culture, and then uh, working on the corporate side as well on the low. Just having fun, keeping my studio at the ready to um, be a part of and capture every moment that God would uh, allow me to be a part of.
3: Yo, uh, I, I mirror everybody else comments about the album, tomorrow, February 18th, moment in history. You know what I mean? Right up there next to the I Have a Dream speech is the uh, Who We Are A.W. wrestling album. That's right, I said it, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm Malcolm C. I'm Malcolm C, you know what I'm saying out here? But nah, yeah, man. Um, you, so y'all know me, man. I I, I just I, I love the rap. I'm here at Rapzilla, ruining Justin's life, making them just horrible, just D them, D, all inappropriate stuff that I need prayer for all day. You know what I'm saying? Um, just here, you know what I'm saying, enjoying life. I know me and our uh, media uh equipment, we we about to do some some more wrestling raps, you know what I'm saying? Just being ready. I got stuff I'm I'm working on, you know what I'm saying, just bars, bars, bars. Bars, bars, bars. Um, also, Gritty CHH's playlist, my man Cortona's C4 Cortona, put that joint together with all the monsters. You wanna hear some bars, some barbarians, you know what I'm saying? Brush your teeth with some, with some pine cones and some cactus. You know what I mean? You come over to that playlist and get your fix, and then you go wrestle Brutus the Barber Beefcake, you know and I mean, and, and, uh, and, and, and Brody King, you know what I mean, all uh, them. you know what I mean? But anyway, bars and bars. Two, th-
0: two things before equipped goes one yes every couple of weeks cut right will send me something and say hey am i allowed to say this the answer is always no two <laughs> i don't know how you are in the ring cut but i think you you, you do a, you'd cut a great promo really thought if they stick a mic if, if josiah stuck a mic in front of your face and said let me know what you think about the match this sunday um, I think you'd be able to cut a promo,
3: yo, Josiah. We gotta do that. We gotta do live and do a promo off, bro. Like we just managers for for wrestlers. Promo, wrestling, off. promo
0: off on Zoom. Yes, we're gonna have. Turn the gonna,
3: mic. Oh, that's when we gonna start, bro. The, the the promo battle, bro. You know what I'm saying? Promo battle. <laughs> <saying? H-H- laughs> <H-H- laughs>
0: <Stop. Yeah, laughs> wrestling league. Um, there's a lot of history happening happening on this call. Um, equipped.
4: Yeah, you're making jokes about it. Cut actually cut a promo on me when we were at the AEW event in Charlotte. Some guy was out front doing interviews and he starts to ask us us questions and Cut went like straight in character. I was not expecting it and started uh, going off on me, ragging me about my haircut and everything else. So I'm just like stood there frozen. So yeah, he could definitely, definitely cut a promo on the drop of a dime, but- um, It's not
3: a character, it's real life
4: yeah yeah it's real okay but um as far as upcoming stuff definitely just want to highlight focus uh, what's happening tomorrow and uh, who we are project and just so if people don't know <clears throat> if they go to uh, like streaming sites to look for it tomorrow it's not going to actually hit streaming platforms until i think it's march it's basically like a 60 day 60 days removed from the release of the cd tomorrow because uh the CD and the drop, the physical copies is all going to support the Bootsy Collins Foundation. So all the proceeds from the sales of the physical album are going to support that for the first couple of months. So in order to focus on that, make sure that you know we're helping out that foundation, which uh, the foundation, by the way, from what I understand, um, they help to get music programs and instruments into schools that don't already have that or don't have the funding for that. So definitely um, just super excited and honored to be a part of that. Um, And as far as my my own stuff, I got a couple albums dropping this year, uh, but you could just follow me on social media, Equip Music to to hear about that. I just want to concentrate on
0: tomorrow. And Josiah, you get to close out the interview.
5: First of all, I know all of us would echo this, Just we appreciate you, Justin, for taking the time. Uh, Yeah, definitely. This is Cut's idea. Like you said, he put it all together. But I mean, you hosted it. So we appreciate you. We appreciate everything that you're doing. Um, and and keep doing it, keep giving, you know, spotlights to everyone in the genre. Um, Yeah, get the project. I mean, how else can we say it? If you ain't pre-ordered it by now, it's not too late. I mean, you're gonna get it later. It's not showing up tomorrow, but get the project. You know, so show your support for the foundation. Um, Aside from music, I've been doing uh, a lot of film work so uh, show some support for wrestling flow films you see a lot of us on AEW um, you know during shows or for promos social media um, doing some stuff with Malachi Black supporting Hayabusa fighting company Um, there's a lot of stuff going on just I'm trying to kind of expand and try something different and just having some fun telling stories in a new way so the music is always gonna be there, but um, yeah, I'm really excited to be behind the camera rather than being in front of the camera and interviewing somebody. let try something new. So check that out. And uh, yeah, there'll be some there music all the time. You're still at the wait, mental wait.
4: hospital too, right? Aren't you working at the
5: <laughs> I think I think who you're referring to is Dr. Joshua Williams. That's oh, a different that's right. guy. That's, my that's, bad. A different that's a different movie. guy. Wait,
3: what is wait, but listen, Josiah, bro, I gotta I gotta salute you, bro. Sorry. Uh, the AW Revolution is coming up March 6th. You know what I'm saying? Josiah is going to be there in Florida that weekend, playing for the yeah, first yeah. ever Revolution Fest. It's going to be him, Mikey Ruckus' band, and uh, another, I think, Montezzi, for the first time ever playing a lot of the AW themes live. He actually did the theme for Sean Spears, which has always been dope. I was like, well, why that theme's so dope? It's because he did it. So, you know what I'm saying? I know he, he ain't going to play his own flute, but I'm going to toot it for him because I love <laughs> championing <Jackie laughs> champion and other people. You know what I'm saying? So, just one of the... You know what I mean, you
5: ain't gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> when is you that? It. When is that? That is uh Saturday, March 5th. It's the day before the show, um right after Fan Fest. Yes, yeah, it's, it's AW's first live music show. Um so we are supporting Ruckus in that, of course, you know, he's he's gonna close it out. Um but myself, Montzy and a few other artists um some surprises. It'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun, a whole lot of fun. So, first live show, gotta have some fun with it.